Hi, I'm Chantal. Hi, I'm Claudia. Hi, I'm Kenny. Hi, I'm Iman. And we're and we're Raider Talks. <laughs> so guys, that's that sounded really delayed and janky. I really apologize for that. Um, we are on Zoom because we are social distancing, quarantined in our our own homes. Um, obviously, we're not at school right now because school is canceled, and that is due to something that we've already touched on in a previous episode, the coronavirus, or now the COVID-19. So we need to talk about this because we're in our houses right now and we're not in school. I guess it's a Saturday, so we wouldn't be in school anyway, but so much has happened. Like so much has happened. So yeah, sorry. I'm, I don't, I'm kind of rambling, but <laughs> this, the timeline of things well, pretty much, let me just preface, we talked about this at, a, at an earlier episode, but we're, I'm going to preface again. Um, coronavirus is a virus that I think originated in China, and then it in spread. Wuhan. Yeah, in Wuhan. That's, that's why um, our good old president was calling it the uh, Wuhan virus or the Chinese virus, but, you know, we can, we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, <laughs> but it started there, then it spread... Um, uh, surrounding countries spread to Italy and there was a huge huge outbreak in Italy and came to the U.S. and now it's in the U.S. and we have um a working 120,000 cases there you go we have 100 and counting and mm-hmm. definitely counting and I remember last episode we were talking about the number of cases and we were talking about how quickly it was spreading and we were wondering how people were going to handle it well now we know everything is shut down <laughs> literally everything um, so we have Claudia, Kenny, Iman, and obviously me, Chantal, but um, Malia is going to come on later. We're on a Zoom call and Liam's going to join later. So if, they, if we, you just hear random voices join the call, don't be alarmed. It's, it's people that we know. So <laughs> Also, the journalism class, we're still like, we're obviously still sponsored by Roosevelt Journalism. We're still working on our articles we're still we're still kind of learning we're still kind of doing our journalism so this is kind of us just doing our part to contribute to roosevelt journalism while we're in our homes locked up so hey it is what it is <sighs> so claudia you want to you want to get the ball rolling <laughs> okay let's um let's go through the timeline of, of events how it all started uh, how our lockdown started so um, it was Wednesday, March 11th, when at the end of the school day um, on the announcements, I think Mr. McNeil was the one who announced that our school would be closing and College Park Academy actually will be closing until Monday, next Monday, March 16th, because a, I guess, I think it there was, was a like, parent, There right? was a parent, yeah, so I got to school. I wasn't supposed to go to school that day. I felt, I... <laughs> 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 I wasn't supposed to go to school that day because I felt sick in the morning, but I had a test for Mr. Miller. So I went to school and when I got to school, I think my friend Zion like was telling me, she was saying, Hey, tell your parents, tell all, like, make sure you spread the word. There's a student whose parent came and um, she, I don't know if it was he or she, I think it was a she and you know, she's been coming to school and the parent or the husband of the parent came to the school and now everyone's freaking out like 
um, guidance counselors aren't, didn't come in. They left the school. Like, I don't really know what's going to happen. Make sure you spread the word because the, they wanted the parents, I think, to put pressure on the administrators to close school. And so before like the announcement was made, I kind of already knew because I had already told my parents and like we, all of our friends had already told our parents because we knew that this person had been in contact with the students, had been in the school. And so like, I wasn't surprised when I heard the announcement, but I, there were some people that had no idea that it was happening. And apparently it didn't, the person who came to school that was infected didn't, it didn't happen on Wednesday. It actually happened on Tuesday and they were debating whether or not to tell the students Tuesday night, but they let us come to school another day instead of letting us know exactly you can't see Amon's face but she looks very confused because all this happened all yeah all of this went down on Tuesday and then they made us come to school on Wednesday while they figured things out even though everyone was you know at this I think the problem I have with some of the measures that people were taking especially like at the beginning when the virus was starting to spread but it wasn't spreading too much is that people were weren't taking preventative measures like people were taking measures after things went wrong and that was the problem and I and I kind of still have that problem like with people I mean I understand I right now Governor Hogan is doing like he's a rock star he's doing <laughs> hard eyes for Governor well not hard eyes but like you know Governor Hogan is doing what he needs to do shout out shout out to Governor Hogan um but he's doing what he needs to do because he's he's taking preventative measures. He's doing things at the when the first case came to Maryland, he hold, held a press conference. He was talking mm-hmm. about if we will cancel schools. He was already taking like telling people to you know not like wash your hands, do all these things, and now mm-hmm. he's, he's very proactive. Yeah, exactly. he's being proactive. He's striking before things happen. I I like that he's doing that, but like. I don't know if they should have made, let us go to school on Wednesday, that Wednesday, especially if they knew that someone who had come from Italy and was like showing symptoms of the virus yeah. had come into the school or at least someone who was in close contact with that person. I really don't think they should have, because like, even, even if you're like, Oh, it's only a day, mm-hmm. do you know how quickly that virus can spread? And even if one person got it, and this was at the beginning when people were still going out, if that one person went out, and they just went all around and they were hanging out with their friends. Like mm-hmm. this, that's the reason why this thing spread so Like quickly. students, especially students are in such close proximity with each other in those hallways. Exactly. That, like, one yeah. cough I mean, can reach like everybody. tens of people. Exactly. The fact that they knew the entire day is kind of like, it kind of still bothers me. Like it, they, they knew the entire day that this was going on. Now by that time, like again, rumors had already kind of spread throughout the student body and like we heard rumors yeah. and whatever, but they, you know, teachers, administrators, Mr. McNeil, our principal, um, they knew the entire day and they still let us go around, you know? Yeah. I it's, just, it's kind of crazy. I, cause I think people didn't understand how serious it was. Like, I think like, I mean, I was talking about this um, well, I wasn't talking about this on here, but I was talking about this with my, with Claudia earlier. And we were just saying like the day, I think the specific day that I kind of realized that, oh my goodness, this is real was the day after we left like that Thursday. I think that was, was that March 12th? Like mm-hmm. I, it was, yeah, March 12th, Thursday, March 12th. Like we had gotten out of school Wednesday, like literally when we found out that our school was canceled Wednesday after school, people were like 
going crazy like they were Can't I have an entire like I sort of have a problem with that yeah people were like chanting corona I, I don't know I understand it's a moment thing I don't like I understand right I, yeah. I think I mean we're seniors we have senioritis no one really wants to go to school I mean you just do it every day like I understand but at the same time I mean yeah I don't think a lot I mean I know people realize this now weeks later they're like wow I really wish you know I didn't really cheer after that but um I think people realize now that I mean it's kind of a serious thing we all don't want to be in school usually but I don't think not for that reason obviously I I don't yet people didn't realize how serious it was they just saw it as hey this thing is getting us out of school they weren't thinking long term and people I mean yeah yeah they were treating it like it was kind of like um extended like snow days you yeah know? The, the, people were treating yeah. it like a, um, a snow day they were treating those two days like a snow day and that was what the problem was because like even that's what i was saying like march 12th and people were getting frustrated like when the nba closed down or like when all this stuff closed that's like, how oh, yeah that's how a lot of people I, knew it was serious it's like oh my mm-hmm. gosh when the nba closed down people went crazy they were confused they delayed baseball they everyone was like well what's happening what's that's when people kind of start crazy. getting concerned when it like, no, affects their own yeah. hobbies canceled coachella people went crazy yeah. people were like why are you canceling they canceled coachella? march madness like, yeah like that it's was really when, not that big of a but the thing that frustrated me is that people were getting angry when that happened like they're like why would you cancel the nba why would you cancel march madness like i cannot believe all mm-hmm. this stuff is can- like you you guys don't realize how serious this stuff is you I mean I understand that you're justified it's justifiable that you're angry like yeah this is something that you're looking forward to and it's getting canceled but this is like you can't expect this thing to just die down without taking any action you have to do something about and that was the problem that I had with like like the few days after like I think people are getting it now like unless you're working or you're like you're like an essential member like you're working at a a food place or something you know I understand why you're going out and you're still going to work but people aren't like going out to their friends houses or like hanging out the same way they were like that first week or that first few days after we like got off school because that first few days even the first week after we got off school people were just people were out and about about and and then they were like oh I don't have it. I don't see the problem with me just hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, why are people taking this so That's seriously? That's honestly really, like, not considerate of other people. They're like, not- I understand, like, so, I mean, just kind of going back a little bit to, like, school and everything. I understood that everyone wanted to get out of school. But, again, I sort of expected that behavior from, like, freshmen maybe. But, like, we are seniors and we have a lot to lose. Like, we have graduation. Yeah. We have prom- we have events that we could literally lose because of this. So, it was a little odd that people were cheering because of that. And I found it sort of ironic that as soon as we found out that, you know, this person may have been infected with a virus, school was going to be shut down. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that happened... Everyone started running together to hug each other and jump up and down, like touching each other and (laughs) high fiving after you found out that an infectious virus. We were all exposed to that. That was like that that video of the woman who was saying, like, make sure you don't touch your mouth. Make sure you don't touch your mouth um, because that's a like you know you don't want to get the virus. And right after Mm -hmm. she licks her fingers, she turned the page, and I was like, yeah, that that was it's yeah, it's a thing that. Like touching your face and all that's what the problem with it. Like it's just an instinctive thing. You don't even think you don't. about it. And like But I just think it's crazy that they really just literally 
as soon as they heard, they just jumped together and started touching each other and hugging each other. I'm like, this is exactly how this sort of thing spreads. Yeah. I just, I didn't think people understood the seriousness of it. But yeah, a week after, people were still going out, going out to dinner, going out to, I don't even know, like hang out with their friends, like in public. And that just kind of bothered me because, I mean, at that point, which we know is disproven now. Oh, sorry. No, 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 you're fine. (laughs) Yeah. I think people were like, I remember, and pe- remember the spring breakers, like in Miami, especially young. Oh my people, God. Were like the whole, if I die, I die thing was. Bleak. That was honestly Without crazy. consideration for like because the capacity the hospitals realize, can hold it. You have to realize that this, if I die, I die thing. Sure. If you die, you die. Even though, I mean, and this was before people even realized that it could affect young people because there was a point in time mm-hmm. where the young people were saying, this doesn't affect me at all. It's yeah, it's like people. 65 I mean, and up. Yeah, people now, really believed that we were almost immune to it, or if not immune, that we would get it and we would experience very mild symptoms or practically no symptoms. Like we that, recovered that very easily. Very quickly. Like, that changed very quickly. Like, that did change extremely quickly. It just, it, like, the, the numbers are shooting out. up. Wow. Exactly. The numbers are, like, the, the, it's changing. It's like, it's either 50-50 or it's more. That, um, um, that younger age range of it's people don't and then the, but here's the thing even if your I even if that was your idea like if I die I die that's selfish because it is selfish you're yeah. spreading it to people that could be immunocompromised or or could be older and that could get it and you realize even if you I don't like and I think that was the problem in general like those first few days is that people were thinking like they weren't thinking wide enough. They weren't thinking. Yeah, they're about, thinking of themselves. They were thinking of themselves. Mm-hmm. They were saying, "Hey, I don't have it, so it's okay if I go out." But you could spread it, spreading it, spread it to and a friend or another out, friend like, who has like a grandmother or yeah, you know, like people who are like, "Oh, let me. I'd rather die in in Italy, on the beaches of of Cabo than than die in my in a, my in my <laughs> apartment." Like green Interesting. <laughs> but like, I understand I that. I do understand that, but you're maybe you're just putting other people at risk. And I didn't like that people weren't thinking collectively. You were just thinking about yourself. And because everyone was thinking about themselves or everyone was thinking about themselves, you it collectively, it became a problem collectively because people who didn't know that they were carrying it were carrying it to people who it just, it just, this, these are how these things spread. People don't think about things. I mean, yeah. Also, just thinking about it like because I was reading an article the other day and I was actually reading it for one of our assignments for journalism about how we had to read an article and describe like the art the was it the one the journalist techniques Mm -hmm. Mm, I forget which one I forget I think it was from New York Times actually okay but it was about this um woman she was a millennial and she was talking about how she got the coronavirus and she was basically it was a persuasive article kind of directed towards millennials and like stay home like we have to be the people to stay home stop going out on lunch dates stop going out on brunches mm-hmm. with your friends all this other stuff exactly but one of the points that she made that was actually something people really don't think about is we already know that we're low on medical resources in a lot of states especially in new york right now um but if you are a younger person and you have to be hospitalized because you contracted the virus there's a good chance that, you know, doctors' resources are going to be channeled into saving your life um, as opposed to, like, an older person's life. Like, exactly. they're going to prioritize your life over someone else because you're younger. And, and 
that's not, I mean, it's obviously not fair, but they're going to because you're younger and you have to think about that. Like, Hey, if I contract this virus because I'm being irresponsible and I am hospitalized because of it and they have to, you know, take extreme measures to save my life, they could be saving my life over someone else's. It's like someone else would literally be sacrificing their life for you. Exactly. It's I just was really bad. hoping they'd shut down the Florida beaches a lot sooner. Like, because during that spring break period, they were still open. And I was like, first of all, I'm blaming the people that went down there because why, why would you even think about traveling? See, that's just like just selfish college students. Close the beaches. Humans, specifically, the people that are coming down to those beaches, they're, they're clearly not thinking right, okay? Just close the beaches. <laughs> Did you did you see the video of the of the spring breakers like on I saw oh oh, like I saw like thirty seconds and then I just stopped. I but it was like, a oh, like, if I get it, YOLO. I get it. I was like, like oh YOLO. Like I live <laughs> once. I'd rather die here than die at my stupid dorm. So it's like, but like okay. the re- they were getting angry. Like oh, they're not gonna take our spring break from us. Like you realize that you're putting yourself at risk. Like mm-hmm. it's not that people aren't just. They don't want to take your spring break away from you. Like they're they're protecting saying, oh my God, you. We're, they're actually trying to protect you. They're, trying, they're putting your, your safety first, your, your health first. You are the person who's not putting your health first and your safety first. You are actually yeah, trivializing I mean, your own health. And I don't know why you would do that. It's just... And I understand the reasoning. But and, I mean, just, I do understand it's the easy, It's an easily fixed problem. Just stay home. Like if everyone stayed home for everyone a couple of weeks, we could same time. This would be over at a much quicker rate if everyone just stayed home. But, but I was because thinking that's no one... also another problem because a lot of businesses, like essential businesses, still have to stay open, like supermarkets, Costco. I think there's actually a rise in Costco um, employee members who have been developing COVID who tested positive because of their close proximity to everyone. That's, that's so, one mm-hmm. of the problems with like, I think there's no, like even I was reading an article too, like talking about like a total shutdown. I don't even know how effective that is. Like social distancing right now is, I feel like the best thing we could do. Cause I don't think a total shutdown is plausible because people have to get food and Eve, but the thing is, even if we did that, like the people who have to get food, you're delivering the food, people are coming to buy the food. Like you're not, unless you take like, are you're completely, completely like you're wearing a mask, you're wearing your gloves when you go, but people aren't doing that. People are just yeah, going out. I heard that the cashiers at, I think Giant, because my parents will have to go out and get, you know, groceries yeah, exactly. every few days. I think the cashiers at um, Giant are taking more precautions like as soon as you touch like the keypad or something they wipe it down like each person that you know comes to the register so they're still taking precautions but again this thing is still highly infectious and we're starting to get reports in that apparently like the virus can even come in like on your shoes like the bottom of your shoes like when you're walking in the house or whatever it can come into your household that way it lives on a lot of surfaces so it's almost impossible to not or to really truly protect yourself to the level that you need to. Exactly. And uh, this is, but that doesn't mean like, Oh, let me go on spring break then and just expose myself because you know, yellow, you know that's making not what that means. Right now. Amazon is making so no, much yeah, money. Big crazy. Amazon just bought whole foods. Um, and now because like Amazon is making money through their regular Amazon way, they're, they're selling their, their wholesale products or selling their little products through their, um, to their sellers and you know people are ordering their things online ordering clothes online everything they need but because they're also they bought whole foods they have their um 
they're selling extra f- fresh f- food from whole um, from Whole Foods, and people are like, I don't know, I think they're called like Instacarters. People are going to Whole Foods, picking up the food, and bringing it to you. Amazon, the amount of money that they're making is just insane right now. Like they actually had to limit the amount of people that are ordering from them because too many people were doing it. It's, and and like, and like the people who are doing like Postmates or Uber Eats, like the money that they're making right now is insane. And I think, I mean, if you, if you, and like even Domino's, like they said, we're hiring 10,000 new employees because people actually Mm. are, you're in your house and and you need food. But, and that's why I, I don't know if a total lockdown is is something that we can do because if everyone is in their house then you're how are you going to get food how are you going to get necessities that's the problem i have unless you stock up but some people do not have the actual money because that was what was happening at the beginning the people who could the people who had the money and the funds for it would go and hoard and just take like the toilet paper they would go and take literally everything there's no toilet paper anywhere anywhere nowhere we're running out of toilet paper in my house and after that i don't know what we're gonna do like there's no toilet paper there's no like they stopped selling it on amazon because they're like we don't have any left and the thing is people were hoarding and the problem with this thing is is that the people who actually don't have the fun like they're living paycheck to paycheck number one they don't have the money to just buy everything at once and they're working when everyone is out buying everything then what are they going to do when they're stuck in quarantine or they're stuck on a forced lockdown? They're not going to be able yeah, to um, have the resources. I see all these videos on like social media and Twitter. Um, there was one of like, particularly it was like this mother talking about how people bought up like all the diapers yes, and how she couldn't put a diaper on her child she because everyone was buying them in bulk. And she is a working single mother. She doesn't have the money to buy everything thing that quickly and exactly is living paycheck to paycheck and she doesn't have a diaper to put on her child and then it's crazy too because also what my mom was telling me was that you know people first they took all the hand sanitizer and then when that ran out they took all the you know sanitizing wipes but when that ran out they took out like all the baby wipes people started hoarding on that so then it's like what are these mothers supposed to do what are parents supposed to do for their children like you took everything in bulk (sighs) Like, I've been to the store in, the, like, two weeks ago, maybe. It was crazy because I've never seen an entire aisle at Giant just, like, gone. gone. Nothing there. All the trash bags, paper towels, toilet paper, gone. Empty. And, like, I was honestly in shock. Like, that's so crazy. I- the problem now is, like, my family, we didn't hoard any toilet paper because you're like, oh, we have plenty. Like, even before this started, oh, we had, like, plenty of toilet paper. And now we're running low. So now I'm, like... Where do I go to find toilet paper? There's no that I need that's it. The problem. Toilet paper is a luxury you never thought you would run out of until this happened. <laughs> I'm seeing some horror thing, stories, honestly. I'm really scared. Yeah, it has me thinking this house. about. Oh yeah, so it has me thinking about what measures people are going to take from now on. Like after this is over, are people going to start switching to more like eco-friendly options? Like I guess like reusable diapers kind of thing. I like, think not because Americans understand. tend not to care about the environment. No Americans, yeah, but still, care. like unfortunately, when it comes to, like worse and people run out of things and they have to like improvise. And they're like, wow, you know, maybe this works a that's, lot better than I thought it would have. That's the thing that I I about this whole experience for me is that the thing that's really getting me is that we're going to come I mean obviously we're going to eventually come out of it but 
how are like how things are going to actually change like the timeline Mm -hmm. like once i first of all we don't know how long this is going to go on and if people like keep doing the things that they're doing you know we don't know if this could go on for weeks months um china had to go on full on lockdown complete like no one was moving no one was leaving their house for three months before the they started to plateau there they started to stop um having more, more deaths every day and i we're not we're obviously not completely locked down especially because the way that the government is handling it right now we don't have a strong central government because um of our current president but you know i'm not going to get into that because i have so much stuff to well, i mean we can get into that <laughs> but we'll get into actually let's read let's get into it. andrew cuomo and uh governor hogan i think are doing a really really good job because i mean like i said before they're acting before things happen and our our central government is not very strong and i think we have two options i think that we can either have like a national mandate like we have something that we say everyone in the country is following this everyone in the country is doing this or we let each state do their own thing but then we close like um state borders because like we're not doing anything if each state is doing their own thing and one like one state is completely locked down and the next state is not doing anything like some states schools are still open that's insane to me and like if one state is doing a really good job and the next state isn't doing a good job if a person from the state that isn't doing a good job comes into the state that's doing a good job it's just going to mess everything up so i i just i don't agree i feel like that's something that we but but also we don't have a very strong central government right now and especially at the beginning our president was saying hey this is a hoax and that kind of threw everything off because now people are still not taking things as seriously especially his followers are not taking things as seriously as they should be taken like i and even like what was um what was he doing with this missing thing claudia you were talking oh my god was ridiculous. The malaria medicine? Oh, yeah. He was, um, one of them was um, an antibiotic and the other medicine was, I think, for to treat, to treat malaria. And there have been cases of people listening to his advice and overdosing on it because yeah, they're someone like, died from that. Mm-hmm. I read that. I was like, isn't that illegal in some way? I, yeah, because yeah, it was like, I know one of the things he, everybody to use was like a um it was a drug and people couldn't really get a hold of that one but they realized that something in fish aquariums it was like something you put in the water was yeah. like the same thing, and it wasn't and they took too much of that yeah and but i thought doing that was like some no, i don't know what specific law or like by what specific thing but i thought doing that was sort of like illegal like using the logic that like for example to a movie theater and scream fire because people would go into chaos and like potentially hurt each other someone could die whatever and you would be held responsible for that because you put them in danger in the first place by that reasoning isn't him publicly saying i mean he's the president he publicly said this to the entire nation without any logical medical background or just advice or anything like that he told people to take these two was it two drugs together 
or was it just one? Yeah, it was like, it was like malaria medicine and something else. Like, yeah, by telling people to take two drugs together and then people dying from yeah. that, isn't that, couldn't he be held legally responsible for that? Technically, though, like, he didn't tell people directly, like, go out, take these two together and you'll be He cured. tweeted it. Ugh, his tweets he, he was right now. Like, these are two things. That's true. They're kind of in testing. Uh, they might work. We're hoping they work. But he didn't, like, straight out say, go do this. But he should know if you're, even, even if you don't explicitly say them, if you're on, if you, if you're the president of the United yeah, States. Yeah, if you're the president of the United words, States. And like people this, are desperate. You, exactly. You, you know people are desperate. You know that you have followers and fans that will yeah, do anything. Yeah, you have anything. a platform. You have this platform. You can't m- misuse this platform and just say anything. Like, he's not, and I just don't think he's fact-checking. Like, we were, watch- we were watching. He's not at all. We were honestly. watching his, um, we were watching one of his uh, press conferences. This press conference, Ben Carson was just standing behind him the whole time. And first of all, he didn't say anything. Number two, he was falling asleep on the I stand. I saw that. He was falling asleep on the stand, and me and my dad were counting the number of times that he, like, started closing his eyes and falling forward, and then he would jerk back up. Like, this man needs to take a nap. Do not put him on national television, because now he's just making a fool of himself, but, you know, he's done that before. I think prone to do that. The hottest thing I heard from that is, like, when people were, like, buying up the medicine because they thought it was going to work, people who actually take this medicine for, like, other things, I think it was maybe Parkinson's, something? Yeah. They couldn't get access to their medicine. So what are I'm they trying to find? To I'm trying it's, to find out what's a cycle. It's a never-ending cycle. The medicines. It was um azithromycin and hydroxychloroquine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Oh, thank you for finding the actual words. Yeah. <laughs> um. What was I saying? I was saying that he's not fact because um. So pretty much he was talking um because somebody asked him a question and the question they asked was hey, um, how many, like, supplies do we have? Do we know how many supplies we have? How are we working on making sure we have all our supplies? Um, and they were, she was saying, well, we need these, like, breathalyzers, but, you know, they're very complicated. You know, it's hard to make them, like, we can't just expect all this stuff to be, to be ready right away. And, like, this, these breathalyzers, they're, they're very, very um, complicated machines, and they're complex. And we're like, okay. And the guy who comes on stage after him literally says the exact opposite. They were like, you know, they're, they're not that complex. They're not located. They're not that difficult to make. Like you just, you can't let, you can't completely contradict your, like you can't let your own administration contradict you. You really can't on national television. It's you, you have to fact check. You have to, it's just frustrating. I mean, it should, it should be an embarrassing thing, but unfortunately this is an embarrassing presidency. So did anybody see when fortunately Asked, the reporter had asked Trump a question along the line. Oh, and he um, off yeah. on him. Uh, what do you say to Americans right now who are scared? And that's an easy question to answer. And then it's so easy. He's like, so "This is mad. a loaded question. This is fake news." I was like, "Oh my!" And he was yelling at this guy, like yelling at this guy, saying, "You're a terrible reporter. You're like the worst reporter. You don't ask good questions." And I was like, "He's like, what are you? This is a pointed question. You just want to make me look like I don't. You just." I cannot believe this is our president, but and hopefully not for long. But this, this it is uh, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's yeah, it's just it's just crazy. But yeah, so timeline wise, yeah. here we are. We are um, obviously um, I um, 
we've been extended. So our, um, the timeline went, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> timeline went, we were closed oh um, March 12th and we were supposed to be coming back to school March Friday. 27th. Um, yeah, March 27th was supposed to be our last day off and we were supposed to be going back to school on Monday, but they extended it for four weeks. So now we're closed until April 24th. And I was, um, I know like Virginia is closed until the end of the year. So I was expecting that, but I think governor Hogan, is just like seeing how things are progressing. And once we get, I, at this point, I think we're going to be closed for the rest of the year. And obviously we're going to do a different separate episode on like how this is affecting schools and how this is affecting the healthcare system. And also how this is affecting, um, like house, like social distancing and quarantine and how people are handling this. And we're going to do like episodes on that. So don't worry. But I, I really think that we're going to be closed for the rest of the school year, mainly because um, today um, the head basketball coach from Northwestern passed away from coronavirus. So Terrence Burke. Yeah. Mr. Terrence Burke. He passed away today from coronavirus. And so I think that's, he's a PG County employee. He's a, a stable at the school. I, I do think that if not just Prince George's County, even though I don't think just the one county can close, I think that especially because the death toll is rising so rapidly, I, I do think that we're going to be closed until the end of the year. I, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm banking on it at this point. And I don't know I agree. How, how I feel. And like, even with just this, like what I was saying before, the thing about the coronavirus that kind of scares me the most is not really how things are right now, but how long this is going to go and what life is going to be like after, like the economy and how things will be, things are going to be different. Like we're not just, we're not going to come out of this the same country. I mean, we're headed towards a great depression, like to say it frankly, (sighs) which is kind of Scary. I mean, especially for us, we are graduating this year. We are formally entering into our adult life in exactly. an economic crisis. Exactly. Like it's, yeah, it's kind of something to struggle with and think about. People who are graduating, my brother's a senior this year in college and like people who are graduating college into the workforce, getting jobs right now. How? Yeah, that's, are, I are cannot they gonna, imagine. They're them. already talking about if, you know, this doesn't die down by summertime, um, you know, postponing the first semester of college for us and like is is this gonna set us back like I really this like it's right now it seems bad but I think that the implications of it are gonna be worse like how this is gonna set us back as a country and I don't think I think we have the opportunity to handle this well but we're not handling it very well I I think we're not hand I think certain states are handling this well but I think as a country, we need to do a better job personally. I mean, it's just, it's rough guys. I mean, here I am sitting in my bed. I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to think about, wow, that really could have been my last day of high school. Exactly. Didn't even know it. Like you didn't wake up that morning and think, oh, this could really be like my last day I of did not high school. think it at all. I mean, even like Miss, Miss Ruoff had us reporting on coronavirus from the very first case. Mm-hmm. I remember we were, there was a question on the Kahoot and they were saying, what's this new virus that was, yeah, um, where did it come from? Where did it come from? And I remember this was like, I think this was in like November or December yeah. from the very, very first case and seeing this thing just grow, exponentially grow and, and grow a, so quickly. a pandemic now. And just, I remember the first case came like, I, I don't know. 
if, oh, actually guys, I'm going to read this poem because I saw it. I don't know if this is, I don't know. Okay. Have you guys ever been to the Holocaust Museum? In DC? Yeah. Yeah. Did Did you know, did you see the, um, the poem? on the wall where they were like they came for my blank and i didn't speak they came for i've not been there no it's been a while yeah it's been a while i know you talk i know you're talking about but i can't recall i don't remember the poem but it's like they were like they it's like i feel like no one's gonna do anything until it personally affects them and but the thing is by the time it personally affects them it's gonna be too late and that's personally that's how I feel like we handle most things in the United States I mean think about you know our senators our representatives the people who are supposed to represent us the American people and for example like this is just personally a topic that like I mean I think a lot of us can sort of like we have issues around it is like for example like gun control and just how people a lot of people have said like we don't think that people specifically our representatives are really going to do anything about gun violence until it affects them personally exactly and it's just it's along that same it's loosely related but it's kind of along that same thing where it's like you're not really going to take well a lot of people are not going to take this seriously unless the coronavirus affects their family or someone yeah. they know has been affected by it then that's when you kind of open your eyes and like oh this is serious but by then it might be too late. So it's partially why I think going back to school is kind of a iffy thing because you keep seeing the death toll rise and rise and rise. And I really don't think we're going back. Maryland has had its like first big jump in cases. It's their grandparents. Like that's gonna be rough to like go back to school and have some people who just lost family members and some exactly still sick. I mean, everyone has different opinions on, like, whether we go back to school and whether we're okay with that. Me, personally, this is me personally, I'm okay with not going back to school. (laughs) I was more, honestly, this might sound shallow, but I was a little more, like, stressed about prom, specifically graduation, because graduation is such a monumental thing in our lives. But our superintendent, um, Dr. Monica Goldson, told us that we are having that no matter what. So, (laughs) for me, personally... I'm okay. Like, I got what I wanted if we don't have school again. But I am sad, obviously, because I did not know that that might have been my last day. And, I mean, there are still some things we looked forward to, and not to seem shallow again, but again, I think we have a right to, you know, talk about I think, I mean, like, that's my thing. Like, I'm not going to, and people have been doing this. Everyone, even if your problem or, like, your grievance isn't as as another person's grievance that doesn't make you shallow for speaking out about it like like you're it's okay to feel sad or to feel disappointed that you lost something that you were looking forward to like you your concert got canceled or postponed Mm -hmm. like I I, people are I don't like when people are like oh why are you talking about people are dying you're not allowed to be sad me too like people I mean I you you thinking that you're I think the problem is some people think that whatever you lost is the most important thing and obviously that's not true but i don't think you should shame people for being sad about something because particularly yeah my biggest problem and this was and i know like particularly about class of 2020 and how we're an unlucky class and like people make jokes on tiktok twitter all this other stuff how you're gonna graduate on facetime and all this other stuff (laughs) and i get it like it's jokes i'm not saying the jokes they made me laugh for a little bit and like it's 
I needed to laugh because this is kind of a serious thing. But there are also just kind of people who are like, oh, so they don't get a graduation, like boo-hoo, like who cares? People are dying, all this are happening, all these different things are happening and you guys are worried about your prom. And that just, it makes me angry because again, what you just said, you have a right to be upset yeah. about these things. You were something you were looking forward to. And even if, you know, you really did not care about about your prom or your graduation or whatever. There are a lot of people and students where graduating is one of the biggest things in their entire life. Exactly. Whether you're like a first generation student or maybe, you know, you come from a family with low income and you graduating is like a really monumental thing in your family. That is something that every student who has worked hard in high school deserves to have. And for I that to be canceled, for I mean us, you just I also to feel be bad upset. The, I also feel bad for the college students like who have worked this long to honestly especially like, in college you paid for that you paid, you paid thousands of dollars oh, you might be not in debt gonna, and they canceled their rec- graduation for we're some not colleges. even going to talk about this i'm gonna I, i'm gonna save this for the next episode when we talk about schools but we need to talk about this whole college being from home thing because that's that's, not that's cool. a whole other thing but that's it's a whole, just, we you have a right that. to be upset and i think it's I just don't like how people can say that when it's like, but you had a prom, you had a graduation and that was an enjoyable experience for you. So how can you have, how could you have experienced that for yourself and then tell another class, Oh, like just get over it. Like boo, like whatever. No, but you experienced that for yourself and that was important to you and special to you. And even if it wasn't, you have a right to be upset by that. So that was really just what made me mad because a whole generation of students not just in the united states but across the world may not have a graduation a high school graduation or a prom that's something you've been looking forward to your entire life exactly there's some we're lucky but there are some states where they just canceled everything they They, canceled their prom they canceled their graduation they just canceled it people in hawaii and that we still have it but people in hawaii i think my friend lives in hawaii and they literally had their prom the week before this whole thing happened and so they actually have their prom already. Like some people have had their prom already. Some people's proms have gotten canceled because like I know in some states they, like I know in Georgia specifically, they start school really or like August 1st. So they end school like May 1st. So their prom and graduation and stuff would have been like now. So like right now, obviously they just canceled it because their school year ends in like May anyway. So it's just, I mean, we're honestly, we're kind of lucky. The fact that we really are. I heard about schools in Kansas that they just canceled it. They canceled it. So without even thinking about it, like we're lucky that our superintendent actually understood and really was like, no, like you guys deserve to have this. But there are plenty of counties and plenty of, you know, um, school officials and administrations that have just said, no, like just cancel the whole thing. Yeah. And have not put a second thought towards it. Yeah. And that's really, that's honestly like, it's very heartbreaking. Like, I okay, feel yeah. for those people. I just, uh, I just, yeah, I, I completely agree. <laughs> I'm just, ah, this is such an interesting experience. But it's like, we're living through this. And, you know, I, I think we're going to make it through this. I, it's just so weird to, to live through this type of thing. Like how like, has everyone have seen their- that letter? Which one? What letter? Yeah, the letter, sorry, the letter from, um, the teacher, I forget from what state, but he was, he's like a high school teacher and he oh, addressed yes, a letter to the entire yeah. class of 2020. Wait, yeah. I want to follow female teacher. 
teacher and she was like actuated during in the way oh, i thought it was a male teacher and i so apologize was like, oh. <laughs> but no i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah it was that one yeah she was like i graduated in the wake of hurricane katrina and like we didn't get all this stuff and you know it kind of over like overshadowed my experience and so don't let anybody tell you that you that you're not valid and that your feelings aren't valid and you're it's okay to be upset about this this is something i really needed that toward yeah or to and so we're the passage yeah like that made me feel Makes, like okay she understands <laughs> you're suddenly it's fine. validated it's but it's it's fine but it's not fine but you know we're, we're yeah, particularly it was like i don't know if this is from a letter from something else but i've heard things that are like class of 2020 you were born during 9-11 and you graduate during a pandemic um <laughs> It was full circle. I didn't think about it. I never thought about it like that. But I'm like, yeah, that's true. We were technically the year that we're born during like 9-11 and the aftermath of 9-11. I never thought of it like that. Full 360. We've just, we have an interesting life. So guys, I think we've been talking for about an hour. That's crazy. (laughs) Usually we have to wrap up after, um, 45 like 40, minutes because we're going we're in class but now I feel like we can just talk for as long but I feel like we, we have probably endless sit. hours <laughs> we have endless hours I'm sitting in this house I have nothing to do we can talk for as long about um as we want but we're this is going to turn into a series so we're this is kind of just our the, the first episode this is our introduction episode just going through the timeline of events and then we're going to do an episode on I think we're going to do an episode on schooling. We're going to definitely an entire episode on the healthcare system. And then an episode on social distancing, how people are handling quarantine and how celebrities are handling, handling quarantine. Cause I can't wait for that episode. I, I think we can do that. Quotations. Yeah, we can. I really want to talk about that. So yeah, um, just okay, stay updated. Make sure you guys um, obviously stay healthy stay home please yeah please um, begging you please just stay literally home. begging you to stay home honestly yeah, i'm begging you <laughs> please um and just stay informed um because you know it's important to be informed even if you're sitting in your house and you're not interacting with people just make sure the information that you're taking in is the right information because we're definitely in the age of information you can't you can't fact check anything so just make sure you're staying informed um so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode um so we're just gonna sign off now i i need we need to come up with some type of we never know how to end this wash your hands listen to the wash your hands song you know yes make sure you sing birthday song twice okay bye bye guys bye